Many of you have been on a, on a decades-long journey of, on one hand, exploring spirituality, but on the other hand, you know, seeing yourself bound or limited to 3D and with it your ego, and you just simply can't make up your mind. You get lost in that schism yeah, between those two, and that is what basically poofs away all your energy. Yeah, or what makes you susceptible to outer energies, such as those energies that we will be seeing next week, which go straight to your trigger points, guys. And it's very erratic and it's very emotional. So brace yourself. Yeah, that's what I meant with slow down, pace yourself out. Yeah, brace yourself for, you know, saying things or doing things that you might regret later. Welcome back everybody to our energy update, this time for a week 32, that is the 6th till the 12th of August 2022. My name is Yona Brindis, I'm an energy healer, energy coach and visionary and I guide you through these energetic weather conditions every week. After the forecast for August just a few days ago, we're diving deeper into the nitty gritty of this bam 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 as I called it for august the nature of the august energy is like bam 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 one thing follows the other barely any time in between and i said that the most important thing for this month is going to be to take a breather to pace things out sometimes it doesn't necessarily mean to slow down so for some of you yeah who are uh, thriving with challenge yeah if you are one of them please comment here if you are thriving on challenges then August is gonna be a fantastic ride for you yeah because we are actually entering into a phase now where all these subdued things all these things that stayed in the hidden that were revealed or that were unconscious where they're coming forward and this can feel quite relieving quite liberating for some of us i am one of those people because it is harder for me to not speak about something yeah so we are dealing with a mystery here yeah we have all these surprises we have all these new things that are that we, that we are being bombarded with every week, yeah. Whether it's uh, things about how this uh, January sixth um, insurrection day went, uh, there was a an investigation going on there. Whether it's about um, unidentified um, objects, um, whether it's about you know some of the the political, um, say collaborations yeah that are hidden to us or whether it's about health or whether it's about um, money system uh, inflation or recession and also in regards to the things that are mostly hidden for us throughout history really the bigger political developments and I mentioned something about saber rattling in the August forecast and you can see this unfold already yeah, so there's uh, stuff going on here with China and Taiwan, and that will be one of these big sort of t rocks in time, yeah, where we will see shifts and changes 
in how uh, things are being distributed in the world, how money is being controlled and so forth. So um, just watch this. There's nothing really you can do about this. There's nothing, you know, that you could change about that. But I want you to, instead of going into this uh, feeling that, you know, something big is coming, I want you to see it with open eyes so that your ego doesn't get triggered so much because that is our biggest challenge here for August, yeah, being triggered. And in this next week, guys, mark my words, it's going to be a very challenging week for those of us who are not really that good at self-regulation and emotional control. Yeah, uh, You've probably all heard by now that the, the scientists measured that the Earth is rotating faster since July 26th. Uh, I want to, you know, just calm you down there a little bit. Since the 70s, the Earth has been slowing down, and I think they have added uh, something like 27 extra um, uh, seconds to our atomic clocks. And uh, so one second less isn't really going to uh, change that, but it is a new occurrence, at least for as long as our measuring instruments are so precise that they can actually pick up on that. So they're discussing right now if they should subtract a leap second from our clocks. And you will see a lot of discussion about this. Um, from a larger universal perspective, this is actually irrelevant because if you understand it, we're getting at this here with this weekly energy update uh, or with this week's energy update, I mean, the new paradigms, it's part of understanding things in different ways. Also, two weeks ago, uh, one of my favorite scientists, I think, you know, he's probably the one that influenced me the most in the 80s, was uh, Lovelock. And he is the, um, like say, the, the father of the Gaia theory stating that we should look at the earth as an organism, not as a, just a sort of a, a rock with an atmosphere cruising around in our solar system. And that has really changed my perspective on things. Not so much in regards to like how I understand physics and, and chemistry and astrophysics, but more so in regards to how I actually feel, how I relate to the Earth. And in this Earth's lifespan, yeah, there were so many things that happened. And just to name a few, you know them, you know, you, you've heard about them, you know, ice ages and uh, asteroid uh, uh, impacts and um, the Earth crust rising, the Earth crust lowering, um, volcanoes and so forth, the uh, shift of our continental plates, etc., etc. And just because we didn't have measuring tools back then doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah. So whenever you look at statistics, whenever you look at data that is coming from, you know, especially um, astronomical, um, uh, you know, from the astronomical field, you have to remember that most of the science in astronomy was based on astrology in the old days. And even though math is the fundamental science underneath astronomy, uh, there still is something 
that we haven't never measured before. Yeah, and this is uh, my segue here to these new paradigms because one of these new paradigms that we are beginning to 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 connect more with is a new paradigm of science. Yeah. But uh, the biggest part here that relates to our personal journey is that there is something that has opened up that shows us that there is simultaneous parallel realities existing at the same time, that it really depends on the paradigm or the framework through which you look at things. And uh, the interesting part for people like me who have been predicting this for Many, many years I've wrote an article and, and recorded a podcast seven or eight years ago called The New Paradigm of Being. And that's exactly what I saw, namely that we start to understand ourselves and the world that we live in in a different way. And I'm going to show you here what I am already seeing unfold right now. But coming back to our personal journeys, you have to understand that that creates a major shift in your internal framework, in your internal roadmap, like how you regard life, what meaning you give it, what your values are, what you deem as desirable. There are new structures that are being built, that are being formed right now within ourselves and around us. And that affects all areas of our lives. It's completely new territory. Yeah, whether it's digital currencies or it's um, about energies and vibes, yeah, whether it's about health, whether it's about even politics, yeah, think of things such as shadow governments and so forth that has become sort of old news to us. It affects everything and with it challenges our egos into new ways of thinking, new ways of learning and new ways of regarding your own life. Up until now, the last 6,000 years, we have been spoon-fed with the idea that life is about possessions, that it's about measurable things, that it is about things that are, that are material, yeah? that we can touch, that we can hold, but that we can't really take into our grave, right? Except for the Egyptians were the last ones to actually do this, okay? But basically, the, the whole entire paradigm on which we see our life is that we only have one life and we have to make the best of it. And if we make mistakes, oh, well, you know, bad luck or bad karma and so forth. And that has created a lot of performance pressure in us. Can you guys relate to that? Yeah, it's almost like, you know, like this, this uh, fear of missing out, yeah? We're, we're totally FOMOing right now, just to throw in some terms here that some of you guys may have heard but didn't know what it means, the fear of missing out on the deeper aspects of life, yeah? And this is what is leading, yeah? This clash of these paradigms is what is leading to improvement, to growth. So this is the largest perspective that I can offer you in the midst of uncovering all the things yeah, that are either outdated or that are simply not congruent with how we see the world today. And that is why we are struggling, guys. That is why so many people are losing it, because it's a mystery. 
that's also the reason for this 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 newly discovered um, popularity of mysticism. Okay, so from a philosophical standpoint, we are right now trying to find our collective way through the mysterium. Yeah, we're trying to find new ways in a world that is changing. Yeah, that changes all areas of our lives, and that triggers all of our ego defenses. And you guys know what happens when your ego defenses get triggered. Yeah? A lot of toxicity, a lot of unhealthy things come forward, a lot of destruction too. So as we are dealing with all of this, as collectives and individuals, all right, there are a few things that we need to begin to see from a larger perspective. A new way of thinking, a new paradigm of thinking. This has to do with mind control and with how we have been basically told secondhand through intermediaries yeah, that what life is. And we are starting to discover that you know when we talk about manifestation, when we talk about co-creation, when we talk about the power of thoughts, the power of now, when we talk about all these things that we are discovering within us, these powers, these higher powers yeah, that we are calling on in this month's energy alignment, we're realizing that it's not actually how we thought and that all these things that we have taken for, give, for, for given, you know, for granted, that they need to be rethought. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're wrong. So right now we are in this transition where we find that they're not necessarily wrong, but they no longer are they're no longer valid for our future. Yeah? So so being survival oriented, performance oriented, possession oriented, yeah, the getting, having, owning, being profit oriented, just going by numbers just sort of going by, by this linearity of how things appear already has already been proven not to work. Just think of the last two and a half years. If you just go by statistics, if you just go by numbers, it's very, very difficult to make good choices. Yeah, because the bigger, the larger perspective and also including yeah, the subjective experience weren't included and so we're looking at a new paradigm of science here that is being burst right now lovelock yeah and childrake and steiner those were all avant-gardists they were way ahead of their time you know recognizing that reality is organic yeah not just our food can be organic reality is organic as well and we are certainly organic. There is more to us than just the material. And if that is so, and this is the, the new paradigm of science, then that needs to be investigated scientifically with a proper methodology. And that is a very interesting new endeavor because science pretty much has been you know, working on the same paradigms as the last five, six hundred years. So there is a big shift there. Yeah? Our understanding of science will change here in these next years, not decades, years. Okay? But at the same time, we will also recognize that 
you know, these, these great numbers that we're seeing now of people who are awakening to their perceptivity, to their energetic sensitivity, the perceiving more, yeah, that this connection to the, say, divine uh, consciousness and, and the, 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 the higher thinking isn't enough either. We need to have a proper framework for that as well. Yeah, there's a lot of people who see a lot of things, but they have no training in properly contextualizing it, and they don't know what it is. This is particularly true for channelings, channelings, for example. Yeah, this is very, very tricky from my perspective, because a lot of people who are channeling don't actually know what entities they are channeling. channeling all right? And to base your worldview or your decisions, your choices on that without knowing yeah, where this is coming from is tricky. That will change. We will or we stand at the beginning of a new spiritual paradigm as well where we have no problems unifying science and spirituality. Yeah, this is basically my life's work as an ex-scientist. Yeah, to, to change the field into energy healing and energy coaching was a major step for me because I was trained scientifically. And many of you know this. This is a big part of sort of how I teach things. I do recognize the mysterium. I recognize the mystical. I see it as an integral part of spirituality. But I see our task... Yeah, all these people, all these beautiful souls out there that are all awakening to their own perceptivity as a ratio into us actually growing into and developing our higher abilities. And that means that we will soon be able to understand how science and spirituality actually work together, how they're not contrary. And for me personally, that is probably one of the biggest temporal markers. Now, right now, we are still struggling with, you know, these, these paradigms of being, yeah, and that is probably what affects you the most, because many of you have been on a, on a decades-long journey of, on one hand, exploring spirituality, but on the other hand, you know, seeing yourself bound or limited to 3D and with it your ego and you just simply can't make up your mind. You get lost in that schism yeah, between those two and that is what basically poofs away all your energy yeah, or what makes you susceptible to outer energies such as those energies that we will be seeing next week which go straight to your trigger points guys and it's very erratic and it's very emotional so brace yourself yeah, that's what I meant with slow down, pace yourself out, yeah? Brace yourself for, you know, saying things or doing things that you might regret later. So if you take a moment to, to ground yourself and to peace out a little bit internally, then you can feel your inner schism better. And I found, yeah, as someone who has been going through this schism between mind and heart, yeah, between my scientific training and my spiritual training and my own empathy, I find that when I can conjoin both, that I find myself in an extremely peaceful place. It is only when I'm either or, or especially when I mentalize too much, 
that I get caught in my schism. So it's the mind that brings that on, yeah, my emotionality. And so I realize that I have to work with my mind. And one of the fastest way, ways to do this is to train this, like we do this here at Transcodes, yeah, to learn how to command your thinking and to command your emoting, yeah, and form your own lexicon of inner sensations. That way, you have a proper framework that works for you, yeah, that is based on your own self-awareness and self-reflection, not based on how other people see you. So many of us are really still working on this, you know, shifting our perspective from this outside-in perspective to an inside-out perspective. Yeah, that too is a paradigm change. And the bigger paradigm change that, that is linked to that is the paradigm of being, like what makes me a human being, yeah? And attached to that is the paradigm of health, including mental health, yeah? It's not enough to just exist. It's not enough to just get as old as we can, yeah? We also want to be happy. We want to have a fulfilled life. We want to have a meaningful life. And that is a new paradigm. In other words, the paradigm of health. And for me, as an ex-scientist, um, you know, like it's it's hard to believe why there are still so many myths out about our physical health, for example, in regards to nutrition. It's it's unbelievable for me, yeah, when I see how much people still believe in fat-free or, um, you know, uh, sugar-free and and all this processed food, guys. I've said it, or have been saying this for years, stay away from processed foods. Yeah, this new paradigm of health and mental health and energetic health, yeah, energetic wellness, shows you what is not good for you. And you will soon find out that because you are a living being, because you are an organic being, living food, organic food, Living thoughts and living emotions, conscious, yeah, conscious thoughts, conscious emotions, they nurture you, they give you energy, they increase your capacity for happiness, for creativity, for love and relationships. These schisms, yeah, that I mentioned earlier, this conflict between your head and your heart. Yeah, and your body, seeing yourself from the outside in instead of from the inside out, and not understanding that your energy is actually the currency, the true currency that you need for co-creation and manifesting the life that you want to manifest. The reason why I'm bringing this up right now is because these triggers, these emotional triggers that are coming our way through all these outer things, when you allow them to come in, yeah, because you're too caught up, too busy with your own schisms, they are draining your energy. They're wasting your energy. Yeah? And then everything can feel like it's coming to a still stand or even like the world or you know, your own life is working against you. And when you're in that place, guys, that's when you're literally in resistance with life. 
itself, with existence itself. That, I can tell you, is a battle that you can't win. Because you didn't cause your own existence. In other words, you don't have the power to make yourself exist. You don't. Neither of us does. But we have powers that allow us to wield that. And they come in through our higher consciousness. And how do they express in our life? Through love, through connection, through peace, through harmony, and through you know, the success that we experience based on our own values. Yeah? Also including our financial abundance and our relationships. So when, once we understand that, yeah, that when we allow ourselves to get caught in our own ego defenses and these resistances, it wastes our vibratory energy. And every time we take on the challenge and find new ways, yeah, understand ourselves as an energetic being with an energetic household, all right, that includes the physical, the emotional, the mental, the spiritual, and the etheric. In that moment, you become a taskmaster. You become the master of your own energy. That is the goal, guys. That is the new paradigm of being. And we are right in the middle of experiencing it before we know what's going on. So this is why I'm trying to help you out here with these contextualizations in the hope that it helps you to recognize this faster when this goes on inside of you and to prevent, you know, these triggers or your own ego schisms, yeah, to to run your energy before all this can even latch on. So next week requires focus. It requires us understanding the bigger picture and recognizing that there is, from a collective perspective, a lot going on that's going to shake our world. Yeah? And those are changes that help us to grow into a higher vibratory way of living. But before we can arrive there, guys, we have to reject, we have to let go of all the lower vibratory stuff in our life that we have invested in, that we have been focusing on, that we have basically built our life on. And lower vibratory energies always come with resistance. That's how you can measure this. So as we keep going through the month of August, I'm going to introduce some of these measuring tools that we use in consciousness work yeah, that help us to teach this in a systematic way and that provide us with a really cool methodology yeah, just so that you can learn how to determine this yourself. As energy coach, my job is not to tell you who you are or what you need to do. As energy coach, my job, just like a personal trainer, is to show you where you lose a lot of energy, is to show you your schisms and to accompany you in going deeper so that you can uncover and sometimes heal or correct this for yourself. 
So thank you guys for listening here. Please share. Please share in the commentary either here on Skype Live or on YouTube. Maybe as you're going through something or after the fact. Yeah, what or how these weeks played out for you and what you found out. Share what works for you. Share what is practical. Yeah, no theories about politics or, you know, what the world is or what the, you know, the galaxy is and so forth. No, what helps you practically. I tell you one thing before I close. I just got out of a summer camp with kids teaching them mind karate. I love this word. And what I was teaching them there is that the connection between the kids get this intuitively, guys. This is so easy for them. All I need to say, Avatar, Aang, and they immediately know they, they, they connect with um, the elements, they connect with energies naturally. And it was pretty simple. I told them that if your energy gets stuck in you, if it can't really express right, okay, then you're going to feel tired and you're not going to feel motivated. And if your energy flows right, then you're going to discover new things and you're going to grow faster. And they loved this. And here's what we found out. The fastest way to release energy and bring your energies or speed your energies up is physical exercise. Yeah? Connected to physical exercise, connected to the physical realm, is also using your voice, your expressions. Don't expect the world to be a mind reader. Yeah, even if you are one. Yeah, that's not the way it goes. We have to use our voice, and especially when it comes to boundaries. Number two is you have to know how to ground yourself and how to peace out, as the kids call this. Yeah? How to take a deep breath yeah, and think, feel before you react. So many grown-ups still don't do this. And number three, most effective tool. Now, people always want these fancy energy work techniques, and I teach them as well. But I tell you, these are way more effective. Number three, humor. A good, deep belly laugh is one of the most powerful self-clearing tools. And sometimes, guys, I don't know about you, but I know, know that about me. If I hear that voice in me throwing a pity party and getting myself pulled into this, oh, you know, nobody loves me, nobody does, no, why do I always, ever? you know, I hear that and I'm like, dang, I sound like a three-year-old. And I get a, a, not a, not a deep belly laugh, but at least sort of a smirk out of it. And that allows me to let that go. With that, I would like to leave you into this next week. All right. Keep your side of the fence clean. Yeah. Don't project and don't react. It's going to be too challenging next week. Yeah. To stay on target. Love you guys. I'm looking forward to seeing you on Wednesday. Bye bye.